Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? And welcome to episode 13 of the Get the Shot podcast. My name is Billy Quach, and I am a content creator based in Kansas City. This podcast is for all you aspiring creatives trying to get your shot at working in the sports creative industry. Today's guest is Carlin, who's an up-and-coming graphic designer who's been popping off lately and blowing up on social. So I wanted to talk to him about his creative journey and his creative process. And he's got a lot of good advice and inspiration for all of you listening. So please stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for everyone that called into the episode. If you wish to call in in a future episode and ask us questions directly, please let me know. DM me on social, Twitter or Instagram, and we'll get that set up. But let's get this episode started. I'm super excited. Let's run it. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, my guest is Carlin. Carlin, how are you doing today? Well, good. Just uh, working on working on this jersey swap. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a crazy team. Um, let's start off with an introduction of yourself. Just say your name and kind of what you're doing now. If you're working for someone, if you're a student or whatever, just so people who don't know who Carlin is knows a little bit more about you. Hey, name's Carlin. Um, graphic designer, photographer, videographer. Uh, currently a freelancer. I own my own business, uh, No Rack Co. LLC. Um, based out of Pittsburgh, I think I'm going to go back to school, but right now I'm kind of just riding the COVID wave of like, eh. so we're just here, um, trying to land, trying to just go and land some, some, some big, some more big clients. I would say I'm rocking my, uh, my NHL drip. Um, uh, I worked with, uh, the, uh, Avalanche with the NHL. Um, so I'd represent my guys. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I worked for a few, few, oh, a few clients. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I worked for. Oh yeah, uh, worked with a few clients. Uh, NHL, uh, Duke, uh, Pitt Women's was my first job. Shout out Pitt Women's basketball. Uh, Shayna, Ali, uh, Coach B, Coach Coach Lance, and the crew. Um, uh, uh, Hulu, Hulu and Nike was actually one day. It was uh, my friend. He plays for the Steelers, and uh, we went out to LA and we're just chilling with Saquon Barkley. And he needed uh, pictures for his his Hulu and his uh, Nike sponsorship. Worker from home back in March, not work. Well, yeah, worker from home. They did like a whole like series uh, with all their athletes, and uh, I took his yoga pictures. Um, when he was when he, he was wearing the black Nike shirt, so I, I kind of slid Nike in there. So like I'm gonna say that's a part of a client, but like you could say like, I work with Converse too. They work uh, so they're owned by Nike. So I guess I could like double team that. We're just gonna rock with it. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all uh, it's all in the details. No one really cares. You worked with Nike. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. How did you how did you get started? Like what what got you into this kind of creative industry and you know learning photography and graphic design? Like what was your start like? Uh I started graphic design when I was like 13, 14. Um I always edited on on my phone and just making like well rewind rewind. Uh I started making beats. I love making beats. I love producing and I went to school for it. 
I wanted to own my own uh, record company and become the next Lucius <laughs> like Empire. Like this is that was like my only dream. Like I wanted to be I wanted to own a record. I wanted to own something. I've always been like I always wanted to be my own boss. I always wanted to own something. I just didn't know what. You know, I still don't know what. But uh, yeah, I started making beats. Uh, went to school for it. But at the like, I was always like designing though. Like I was always making my own. Like I used to uh, put beats on YouTube and make my own like, covers for for the YouTube beats and make other album work and album cover. Like I just like I like really like music and um and like the music world. Kind of getting off topic, but like I used uh, like a lot of inspiration from the music world and bringing in music and fashion and bringing into like sports design or the design world. And uh, like I draw a lot of my inspiration from. From like things that have nothing to do with sports design, <laughs> you know. That's like I kind of want to bring like the concepts and and everything that from from everything but SM sports, you know. Yeah. So like, music was big uh, with that, and but I just fell out of love with it. I didn't like it. I like designing the artwork more than making the beats. So I was like, oh well, I, I still know what to do. So I just started making art full time. Started an Instagram page. Um, and I was just like, well, not full time, but like all my free time, I was making, I was making art at a, at a young age. So uh, I uh, skip ahead to like two years ago, where I started an Instagram page, um, Variation Graphics, and and like I, I mean, I just let it rock. Variation, I just because like I didn't want to have like one design with the original, like. Concept behind variation was I didn't want to have one design, I didn't want to have one style, I didn't want to look the same from anybody else. I wanted to be separated. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, like I, I know I knew sports design at the time, but I didn't want to look like that. So I started with the collages and stuff, and it started popping off. And then Converse hits me up in my DMs on Instagram. I'm like, oh, it gets like that, bro. Like it's that easy. Like they just hit you up, bro. What? <laughs> and yeah, they, they asked me to do a uh, do a like a collage. They sent me some shoes. I'm like, oh shit, free shoes. <laughs> so they wanted me to take pictures and uh, do a collage. Um, and I, I did that. I don't know what they did with it. Actually, I don't. I, I don't know if they put it on the website or something. But that was my first like big client. And then um, uh, at the time, I was working with Pitt Women's Basketball. Um, they uh I just found a flyer in my in, in my schools. Uh I'm kinda going all over the place. No, you're good. Whatever. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um yeah, the talented woman's. Um that was kinda like the beginning of my professional graphic career. Cause like I, I still like was editing on my phone when Converse hit me up, which was I guess now I think about it not the best idea. But it worked. I got paid. <laughs> but uh um I, yeah, I found a flyer. Actually, my friend sent me a flyer from Pit Women's and they needed an intern graphic designer when I was a sophomore in college at the time. And um, I was like, oh, I'm about to send on my Instagram page. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, Converse Carl. <laughs> they were calling me at the time because it's like, fuck. So it's like, um, yeah, I sent on my Instagram page, said that, and then they told me to do a jersey swap like on spot. I'm like, uh, in the interview, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. She was, they're like, uh, you can like, she, she said she said you could turn it in tomorrow if you want to send it back. She was about to send me on my way. I was like, oh, no, I can do it right now. Uh, she was oh, you have your laptop on you? I was like, no, nah, 
on my phone. <laughs> I went into the office, did this little recruit, uh, blanked out a white jersey. I got lucky. The Lord was watching me. I had a white jersey. I just blanked it out and put it back on, super, super plain, faded it out, put a filter on that thing, sent it back to them. They're like, oh my God. And I got the hire on spot and I just, boom, here's, here's three recruits and someone won a championship. Can we get her a good luck letter? It was like that, Mike. Let's just go. And uh, from there, um, I was just moving, and it was like a month into we're at last year now, like last February. It was like a month into working with them, and um, they was like, yeah, you can't be on your phone anymore. There is no more. You can't. It's, it's not. It's not. They're so much better. I was like, I tried Photoshop. That's hard as hell. I can't, like, I can't, like, fathom that calculator. Like, what is that? You know? And when you don't know it, it looks like, I mean, it, it, well, it still is to me. I'm only, I only know it for, like, what, nine months of Photoshop now? It's my ninth month, I think. Something like that. I don't know. Or, you know, I don't know. I think it's like 12 now. Or, I don't know. Whatever. It was about a year and some change with Photoshop. And, it's I'm still learning. And at the time, I was like, I could edit on my phone. I'm like that. You know what I'm saying? I got Converse on me. I'm like, hit like games for my phone. Like, I'm like that. I need a Photoshop. But no, nah, like, they literally wouldn't let me continue, like, doing anything unless I learned it. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm just going to sit down and learn it. My boy, Sean Sullivan, he's a, uh, he's a video coordinator there. Uh, sat me down, taught me, showed me the way. And uh, it was doesn't matter me just like going on YouTube and just getting on my own head. Like it, it was easy. Everybody was doing it, and that was kind of the main thing. Like you'll be special if you know how to do this. Like you'll be at it special because like you can do. You got Converse to pay off your phone. So imagine what you could do on your laptop. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of like the self like motivation thing. Like yo, do this. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like smack myself. Like, but um, yeah, learn Photoshop and um uh. Okay, so skip ahead. Got a few clients, you know, just going through it, just, you know, uh, growing myself slowly and slowly, or so slowly, slowly, slowly. Uh, then uh, I quit everything. Like, in, uh, well, actually, my friend died, and he was like really, he was really like into fashion. And like, my photo, my, like, it was like fall, corona, like, it was like October-ish of last year, like right after my birthday. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this graphic design shit. I'm not going nowhere with it. Like, you know, this ain't this ain't nothing to me, bro. Like, I need to make some money. Like, what do I do? What I do? I'm good at the Photoshop, but I'm not getting no clients. I'm not getting money. Like, oh, my gosh. And so I'm like, I'm forgetting it all. I quit. And I started uh, fashion design. And I went into, like, trying to sell clothes. And, um, and we did good. We sold, uh, like, two thousand dollars worth of stuff in like two days because i just sold all straight from my uh close friends list and i made everybody seem like they were like exclusive customers but like i had like 400 people on my close friends list but all 400 thought that they were like special which was you know i strategically picked out who was on it but like instead of posting on my page like hey i'm selling clothes no i put a password on the website and then I only put the password in my close friends list to like just like target market to like thirty, <laughs> like on drugs, like yo, no one else can buy this stuff but you, you know. And I was making all these videos on my all just on my close friends list, and like I mean, I thought to myself like, well, 
big ass green circle comes up and goes right to the front of everybody's thing every single time a close friend pops up. So it's a perfect way to market. Yeah, that's works. awesome. You know, the, the, uh, yeah, the exclusiveness of it worked out. And, uh, you know, we sold, but like, it was, it was me and my friend, my friend draws, but I know the Photoshop side so visualized his uh, sketches and we made like Planet Bluto and Planet Boo. And we had all this cool stuff with the Nilrak universe and all this blah, 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 blah shit. And then like, um, I had a deal with Champ. Well, I ain't have a deal with Champion. It was all like a, it was all like a blur at Kevin for, um, for, uh, for Mark purposes that kind of well it was a deal but it wasn't a deal the deal was they have blanks on shopify so like you're able to put any artwork you want on the blanks on shopify so i sold it as oh, i'm collabing with champion so like goddamn, it's real champion stuff my art it's only it's their blanks they don't have that many options but it's still hoodies long sleeves and all this other champion blanks that get printed on director garment. So it's a real champion drip <laughs> comes in a champion bag. So I sold it as, as a collab with champion and, you know, people ate off of that. People you know, love this merch people, but it was a matter of like getting people to like, get people to like, you know, kind of the main thing of what I wanted. Like, well, as someone said, I just, yeah. <laughs> What sounds better? Like I'm dropping new clothes, or I have a what people like to hear for real, for real. But that didn't work out. I tried to do this Muhammad Ali thing collage. I thought like with old pictures, the copyrights will run out. But apparently, it's after like seventy years, and I'm like, fuck. So it's like I got locked in, locked out, and I was like, ah. And I, I just it wasn't like I couldn't release any more clothes. That was just one like design I wanted to do, but like. Nah, that, that just ruined my whole entire vibe with clothing altogether. So now I'm in like purgatory, like fuck, design didn't work. I thought fashion was the thing. That didn't work. Okay. Now we're <laughs> and then I and then um then East Bay happened. Mike Jones had works for uh UNC the creative and he posted a picture of his J's and said he's worked for East Bay. I literally commented, I was like, yo, glad, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to hop back into this, this sports design world here. We'll see what happens. I mean, you know, I was about to do some free shit, whatever. And he was like, bet. He sent me some pictures that he took. I was like, bet. Did like four graphics. Felt great. <laughs> Send it back to him. East Bay loved it. Posted no revisions, which is very like, it's like amazing. Oh no, I had to take the Wilson off the ball. That doesn't count as a revision to me. That's just a miss. <laughs> there's like there's revisions and then there's misses. If you miss you like misspell something, you misspell. Revisions is like oh, I don't really like the way that goes right here. I don't like that. I, I, I really don't like revisions. Like I'm high on like yo, first time is the best time. I got I got one with the NHL no revisions. I got one with USC basketball no revisions, and I got one with East Bay no revisions. And that's like I'm putting that on a plaque. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, that's crazy for a graphic designer to not have any, like, problems at all with, like, what they, like, that was crazy for me. Like, I ain't never had to go through that ever working in recruiting. What? Every day was a revision. But anyway, East Bay, 
East Bay uh, brought me back in my bag. And I was like, oh, yeah. Is that, is that East? So uh, let's keep moving. I keep moving. And I got USC. Uh, it was funny. I hit Jesse Wu. She, uh, he works for, uh, for, works for uh, there. I think uh, he's the creative. I hit him up and um, literally sent me pictures. I was like, no bet. Just did something quick. <laughs> did overnight for he sent, sent it to me Tuesday night. No, sent it, and then I sent it back at like four a.m. and then they posted it for Wallpaper Wednesday. I was like, good tag. Okay. <laughs> so I did that. That was my movie brother. Yeah, that was my movie brother. That I was like, all right, I'm back in the game. Let's go, East Bay UFC. Let's go. So, um, yeah. And then after that, it was kind of just like a whole bunch of just like random stuff. And then um, this new shit. Yeah. Um, before we get in, before we get into that, I'm gonna pause you real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, let yeah. in. Um, I love the story. I want to get back to that, but we've got some people waiting in the waiting room to ask questions. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna let them in. We're gonna do that section My first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. way they don't get bored and leave. So, all right. First person we got is Tristan. Yo, what up, Tristan? What's up, dude? How's it going? Good. How are you? How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you guys? We're doing great. I got Carlin on the line as well. Cool. Um, I see you guys are rocking the lights on your room. I love that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Let's start off with an intro from you. Just say your name and kind of what you're doing now. If you're a student, if you're working, whatever, just so we have some context of your situation and that way we could answer your questions better. Um, and then after that, you okay. can shoot off your first question. So my name is Tristan. I'm a senior in high school, currently 17. Um, I do graphic design, kind of like Carlin, kind of the same stuff you do, looks like. Um, let's see. Next year, I'm going to Boise State, and I got a student internship hooked up with my coach because he knows the creative director. I did some graphic work for him, and so um, I got a student internship worked up to do, like, sports media stuff with the football and the basketball team next year. Yeah, I'm super hyped about that. Um, And, yeah, I just do a bunch of stuff for, like, local athletes, a lot of stuff with my school, and uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Sweet. And then what's your first question? Uh, First question is, do you guys experience like creative block ever? And if so, like how do you overcome that or kind of how do you manage that? Creative block is like really like tricky, well, I guess with creatives. Um, I always, I have like a subscription to GQ magazine for fashion. Like I'm, I'm like really big in music and fashion. Like it's what I like really like more than sports through. But like I always, I always, the biggest thing with a creative block is to, if you're, especially if you're in sports, there's a lot of people that do the same thing you do in like sports design. So it's a lot, it's really easy to get caught up in trends. And, um, so the best thing you could probably do is like literally go to a whole different, like, like section or a whole different, like uh, realm of creative uh, space. Literally, like you go to crypto art on, twist, uh, on Twitter. If you go to like interior designs, if you go through magazines, if you go through, uh, album cover art, like anything but sports design is the best way I feel like to get out of uh, like sports, like creative block. Because you can find, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot for sure. Yeah. And for me um, with video, it's um, a similar thing, like making sure you're not just consuming like other sports content and making sure um, mm-hmm. you're following different accounts, whether it's a travel account, a um, car commercial account, a um, a food account, like just following different creatives and in different industries that do different things than you is a really, 
um, great way for me to try to get out of like whatever creative block I'm currently in if I'm in one because then I could just go onto my Instagram or whatever and just start scrolling and know that you know I'm going to get a wide variety of uh, different content on my feed. Um, another thing that I like to do when I get into a creative block is like if if you need to and, and you know this this applies to or this applies differently to everyone like everyone's a different creative things work for some people that don't work for others like you just got to figure out what works for you um something that works for me is i i envision it as like like you're stuck behind a wall and for me you know a lot of people will say you know like take a 15 minute walk or you know go do something else or like you know get up and stretch and exercise and just like take your mind off of it for me what works for me is I literally like envision myself like punching through that wall and like I just start putting stuff on my screen, whether it's a, a clip or text or, a, you know, a, a, a shape, an object. Like I just start trying to do something and try to like force my way through. And then, you know, eventually after a couple, you know, maybe an hour of doing that, I kind of like it kind of clicks for me like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do or, oh, this is starting to come together. Now I know what, I, now I have an idea or, you know, you kind of just like throw stuff on the screen and then kind of use that as your inspiration. And that's kind of the route I like to take um, whenever getting into creative block. Okay. Yeah, that's super helpful. I feel like kind of just what happens with me is I'll try and do too much all at once. Like I'll, I'll maybe sit down for like a super long session, just throwing stuff together on my laptop. And then I reach that point where I feel like I just can't find the next step, like what I want to do creatively. And then at that point, I feel like I just need to take like a step back because then, and then it gets super easy for me to just put it away and not come back. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get other people's perspective mm-hmm. as to how to approach that because just completely abandoning it doesn't seem like the best option to me. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think I hear this from a lot of people is sometimes, you know, it's hard to come back to a project because they are either worried or scared that like they can't get it to perfection or get it to the point that they wanted to but sometimes if you're hitting a super hard block like the the point of which that piece is at currently is good enough and would blow away people if you post it or whatever like I know a lot of people are scared to post their work and um, you know I always want to try to make their work pieces of art like perfect um i don't know if that's what you're feeling but um what i like to say to those people is like don't let perfection get in the way of like good um i whatever that saying is but like basically um if if that's part of the reason that you're not coming back to your projects is because like you don't know how to make it better maybe it's already good like where it's at um, and you just post it and go on to the next project. Um, obviously that's not always the case. Like, you know, maybe you're at the beginning stages of a project and it's definitely not good enough to post, but, um, just something to think about if that's, w- that's kind of what you're thinking. Okay. Yeah. That's super helpful. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you have any other All questions? Right. Yeah. My next question is if you, at your point in your career could go back and tell yourself that like 16, 17, 18, 19, just go back in time and tell a younger version of yourself like one piece of information that you think would help them along in their career, what would that be? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'll start with that. Um, 
Honestly, at 16 and 17 and, you know, those younger ages, I was not a creative. I didn't do anything creative. Um, I was just a high school student trying to, you know, make it to the next class, just trying to pass and make it to the next grade and um, kind of just following what everyone else is, was doing and, like, passing class, going to school, going to college. Like, that was kind of my um, my only, like, vision or my only pursuit when I was around that age. So, I mean, if I could go back and talk to myself back then, I would tell myself like, Hey, pick up a camera or, you know, figure out a way to get an editing software program on your computer and start creating, like start, start making stuff back then and start early. So that way, by the time it gets to where I'm at now, I'm that much better. Cause I feel like I had a lot, I, I feel like I had a late start in my, like creative journey. I started after my freshman year in college and I'm getting DMs and messages from people like yourself who started in high school. Um, and all those people have a huge advantage over people like me who started in college because you guys now have college to work on your craft and, you know, develop your skill set. And that's like four years of practice that, I didn't really get, I didn't, I didn't really get into being a creative probably to my junior year. Like I started video my sophomore year, but that was just like messing around trying to learn it. Um, but I wasn't doing anything like professionally until maybe even junior or senior year. So, um, college is a great place to kind of hone your craft and figure out your creative style or, you know, workflow or, you know, just get better. And, I didn't get that because I started a little late. So what I would tell myself at, you know, 15, 16 or, you know, other high school students is start early and knowing that if you do start early, then you're, in my opinion, you have an advantage over a lot of other people who, you know, might have not started that early. Um, Carlin, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. Um, learn as much as I would definitely tell myself to learn as much as I could. Like, um, what, 16, 17, I was making beats. <laughs> like, and I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Like, with the school, or I just talked to Bear about this. Like, with the school, just make beats. Like, I didn't care about designing or nothing like that, you know? But, like, I would definitely say uh, focus on, like, what makes you, like, the, how, the happiest. Like, what, what, what can you sit down and do every day and, like, not be bothered with if you do it for hours whether it's play the game whether it's whatever because you can make money off anything but again my, my younger self didn't know that you know what I'm saying so um, definitely learn 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 and learn Photoshop I was editing on my phone at the time <laughs> like a lot of young creatives do and it, it's the easier way I mean what Photoshop expensive bro. and it's hard to learn expensive and hard to learn for a young creative nah yeah, you ain't gonna want to do that. So, uh, but it's very useful, and it's obviously the most important thing to know. So, I definitely would tell myself to, in a broader range, learn and find like what makes me happy. Bro. Yeah, I like that. I feel you. Like I bought a laptop for like my first laptop this year, but like three years before that, it was straight Photoshop on my phone, finding like any way I could around whatever mm -hmm. technological roadblocks I had. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This. Yeah. 
no, no, no short, no cut, no cutting quarters. That's the yeah. thing I would definitely like. If it's hard to learn, then you know it's right. <laughs> it's the right thing to be learning, I guess. Like if you don't want to do it, think about doing it more. I guess. Uh, something like that. Yeah, great, great question. Do you have anything else? What I'm trying to think of the best way to word this because I think it can come across kind of confusing. You're good. But um, what would you say is one characteristic that would like really set somebody out from a crowd of like let's say if there's a hundred people applying to one creative position like what's that characteristic or like the x factor maybe that you'd say in a group of a hundred creatives would really set someone apart or like catch your eye um yeah uh separation um believing yourself pretty much self-confidence you know have the swag the same swag that you're taking pictures of these athletes with all the swag confidence cockiness all that stuff have it know it Know you nice, you know? And when you know you nice, it's going to resonate in your work. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to, just having that feeling of like, yeah, I'm like that. It's going to like, it's going to improve your work. You know, because you're going to be, you're not going to, I won't say you won't have blocks, but like you'll be more confident in like sending stuff out. So like those blocks will kind of just go away because you know like, yeah, I'm like that. So that's going to help you like, uh, put stuff out more or like it's going to help you slide in DMs that you want to slide in. You know what I'm saying? It's going to give you that, that confidence of you know, just putting it. You know, and it's going to, like I said, it's going to resonate in your work. So like that confidence is going to separate you from a lot. You know what I'm saying? Cause not, not too many creatives um, will like just go out and say like, Oh yeah, I'm the best out. You know what I'm saying? It's like doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But that's going to, or you don't have to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, no, man, don't look about stuff. Don't do anything after you've been. I'm bad influence. <laughs> but, like, no, nah, like, uh, along those lines, of, you know what I'm saying? Self-confidence and um, just believe in yourself and it's going to resonate in your work. And that's going to make you stand out because, you know, you're not afraid, basically. Don't be afraid. Yeah. That's a really good answer. Um, self conf- self confidence is huge. Um, when a client or a potential company or organization is looking to hire someone, they want someone who's confident in their work, um, no matter the experience. Like, if you're not confident in in your work, then how could I trust you to, you know, deliver on the tasks that I have if I'm trying to hire you? Um, exactly. And you know, confidence gr- comes with repetition and practice so like if you're not confident in your work then you need to put in work and put out put in reps because once you do something thousands of times hundreds and thousands of times then you're confident to do it when it matters so um definitely have self-confidence and uh for me you know in my world of video i to, you know, it's, it might be different for graphic design, but for me, it's super important is your portfolio and your reel. Um, make sure you have a portfolio. Make sure your best stuff is at the top and the most easily accessible, um, if, that, if that makes sense. And, like, what I mean by that is if your best work is at the bottom of the web page or if your best work is behind a click or two clicks, like I have to click and find your best work, then you're just making it harder for potential, um, you know, clients and potential people looking to hire, um, to hire you because you, they open your web page or portfolio and 
it's not your best work. Maybe it's like your mediocre work. Uh, and then they're not going to spend time looking for your best work um, because they're just going to go on to the next person because all they're basing their judgment off of is what's on your homepage. So I always tell people to like put your reel as your homepage, put your, you know, top six best shots, best graphics or whatever at your homepage. Like don't have like, uh, you know, click here for my work. They already clicked on your website. So just show them your work right off the bat. Um, and like, if you don't have those pieces that, you know, you're proud of, or you want to show off on the front page, then, you know, try to put in those reps and work towards getting those pieces. Um, like you can't have a good portfolio without putting in work on the back end to get, you know, those good pieces of content. And it doesn't have to be for a client. It could just be for, for fun or, you know, on your free time. Like maybe you want to work for Nike, but you can't work for Nike because you don't have any, anything on your website that looks like Nike. Well then just go, go make stuff. Pretend Nike just hired you for a project and do that on your free time and then post that. You can use that for your portfolio. Like you created it. Um, it doesn't have to be a true project for Nike. It could be spec work. It could be, you can say this wasn't a real project. This was just practice. Like um, if people see your abilities and your talent through work, whether it was paid or not, then they'll hire you. Um, and back to my original answer, when, when I have a hundred people apply, um, for a position, the first separator I use is what their reel looks like. Um, some people have really good reels. A lot of people have really bad reels. And I know video is a little different from graphic design. I don't think graphic designers really have reels, but, um, in, in the video world, for those listening that are videographers, um, the reel is so important and, you know, it's a minute to minute 30 of your best stuff, your best shots. And a lot of people, you know, they hide their best shots at the end of the video. Like they save it for the middle of the video or the, the ending. And that's not how you need to look at it. You have to throw every, all your best shots up front first 10 seconds to capture attention. Um, and that could be, uh, applied to for graphic designers of your portfolio. You have to build it out and space it out to where your best stuff is up front. Um, so that would be my suggestion for standing out among like a hundred applicants. Is just making it super easy and super accessible to see your best stuff. Okay, sweet. Those are good answers. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thanks for calling in, Tristan. Uh, if you have any other questions, honestly, Tristan, you're the only one um, in the room. So I don't have anybody anybody else waiting. So if you have any other last questions, um, shoot. If not, we can call it there. All right, let's see. Let me think. I was thinking of a couple of them, and then I was like trying to put them into words, but I just, I don't know. It was it was weird because I, I have an idea of what I want to ask in my head, but then, um, let me think. Uh, if you could pick out, if both of you could pick out like the most influential or like a turning point in your career, what would you think that would be and why? Uh, my turning point kind of just came like I'll say about three weeks ago <laughs> when I just realized what he kind of just said: just post shit and just go. Just go, 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 go. If I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a job yet. I don't have a consistent client yet. What's the problem? What do I need to fix? So 
it's kind of like assessing what you want and then kind of mixing it with like, how do I get it? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well, I don't have clients. I don't want well, I mean, clients, but no one that's going to get me my house in LA that I want by the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? So how do I get there? Cause I mentally I'm already in my, my little house, but right now I'm in Pittsburgh, but we'll get there. So how do I get there? Like physically, like what, what do I have to do every day to get to that point? And turning point was like, well, you got a Photoshop, <laughs> you know, so Photoshop. So I was like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> so I just went, went, went. And then I came across this creamish, I don't even know what color it is. It's not really a color. It's a mixture of like grain and filter and like temperature. And it's weird because you can only get like the color by doing this preset on Lightroom and I have to fix every picture. But it's a weird, it's a wild, it's a weird treatment, but it has to be on a white background. But like it came out of nowhere and it, it was an accident. But I was like, ooh, that kind of looks cool. And I just posted some some stuff and then it hit off and I hit the uh, I did the uh LeBron um um I forget her name, I'm so sorry for forgetting her name. But I did the AP athlete of the year uh graphic, which is get that part i did the ap athlete of the year graphic and it just popped off and i was like oh that's the one so i kept doing it and boom 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 and it wasn't a matter of me like sending graphics to people like like yo come like my stuff like it was just like yo i'm i'm gonna be loud on my own for me like i'm gonna i'm gonna do me over here if y'all want to join me y'all can join me if not don't hit people and follow me for posting too much people you know, people were hitting me up and like, uh, I've seen the style before. Heavy, And it was kind of, it's kind of like just tunnel vision for real, just staying focused, you know, and not like swaying. But yeah, that was definitely my turning point. Kind of just a few weeks ago, just, you know, yeah, post your shit and post a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I can't, actually, I mean, you're good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead, I'm Tristan. Good. Oh, no, I'm saying like, You good? You got some or? Yeah, yeah. My, my, my. That's, the connection's weird, so it's like I don't know if you're talking before I'm talking. At it. It's weird. All right. Um, I was going to say, Carlin, I've actually been following your stuff for a while. And uh, I remember like one of those first things, I think it was the LeBron one, whatever, like one of the first ones you did of that. I saw that on like the cream background with like the, and the colors really popping. I was like, what? Like that, I like, to me back, like that, that's hard. I was like, okay, this guy's got something special here. And immediately, I got this group chat with my friends, Calvin and Cade. Shout out to those guys if you're listening. But they do, like, same stuff, videography, like, you know, stuff like that. Just creative guys trying to keep myself surrounded by them. Um, and I sent it to them. I was like, guys, is this not, like, crazy? Like, have you ever seen anything like this? They're like, oh, that's so dope. That's crazy. And now I'm, like, seeing all your stuff, like, retweeted by Alabama and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just cool to see you popping. And now I'm like – and then I saw Billy, your tweet. He's like, oh, I've got Carlin on here. I was like, no way. I've been – like I've seen that guy's stuff since way back and now he's on this podcast. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm pretty big in like on yeah. social and like looking at as many accounts as possible and trying to keep up with everything that's going on. So um when I first heard of Carlin and saw his stuff starting to pop off, like I knew immediately that he hit his turning point and that's the reason I asked him to be a guest because a lot of my guests, honestly, they're they've they're past their turning point. They're like on that next level already, but I, I haven't had a guest who's like in the middle of that turning point. So I was like, 
I got to get him on my podcast. Um, but um, to answer your question, for for me, my turning point was, um, I believe, two summers ago. Uh, I had just left the Chiefs. Um, well, I guess I should start a little before then. So I was I interned at the Chiefs in 2017, and then I worked full time for the Chiefs in 2018. And over those two years, I grew a ton, put my reps in, got confident, and learned a lot. So then 2019 came along. I left the Chiefs to join an agency, and that summer was kind of my turning point is because, like, I was in this space of, like, okay, I left the Chiefs. Everyone's saying, why did you leave the Chiefs? Like, they've got Patrick Mahomes. They're about to win a Super Bowl. Like, you need the Chiefs. And to me, I was like, I don't need the Chiefs. Like, if anything, I'll, I'll look at it as they need me. Like, I can do this on my own. I'm about to start this agency. Like, I I can do this. So, like, but I hadn't done it yet. I was just, like, confident in what I could do. But that's what led to my turning point is I started reaching out to the Chiefs players um, to do content for them because now I wasn't with the Chiefs and I was allowed to reach out. And, you know, I just reached out to some of the players that I know knew me from my time at the Chiefs, like Garrett Dieter, and asked him if he wanted a video. He said yes. Uh, I shot a workout video for him. He invited Tyreek Hill to that workout. And I was like, okay, video, I'll make a video for Tyreek, and I'll make a video for Garrick. Um, They invited me out to a second workout, and this time um, they were like, yeah, we're working out again at the high school. Uh, We're going to be throwing. And I was like, throwing? You guys are wide receivers. You guys don't throw. And then I was like, oh, yo, is Patrick Mahomes about to be at this workout? So, like, me driving to the workout, I'm like, okay, if Patrick Mahomes is here, this is my opportunity to, like, ball out, make a dope video, and, like, show, I guess, the world that I can do this. So, like, um, so I show up. Tyreek is there. Garrick is there. All the other wide receivers show up. Patrick so shows up, and I'm like, all right, bet. Let's do this. They do their workout. I film it. I run home, like drive home, sprint home, <clears throat> get to my laptop. I crank out the fastest video highlight reel I could get because I was the only like media person there. Like This was a private workout in the summer, off-season. Um, everyone's you know super pumped about the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes just went on an AFC championship run. Um, even though they lost to the Patriots, they're looking like the team to beat the following year. There's a lot of hype. And I'm like, I'm the only one with this footage. Like, this is exclusive stuff. And I'm going to crank it out and give it to Garrett Dieter and, you know, post it on my own channel as well. Um, so I posted it on my channel and it blew up. All the Chiefs fans in Kansas City, like, they're retweeting me, sharing it. Um, just because there's this type of content doesn't really exist. Like t- players don't really have, you know, media coverage of their private workouts that they do at high school. Um, it's starting to happen more and more now, of course, as more content creators reach out and um, as they start to learn, you know, the power of social media and content. But two years ago, um, this wasn't like a normal thing seeing, you know, these players get together in the summer right before training camp at a high school and just like sling the ball around. And video popped off. I got a text from Gary Dieter. He said, yo, 
Patrick really, really liked that video. He wants to post it on his account. Like, can you send me the video and I'll send it to him? And I was like, heck yeah. And then Garrick was like, you know what? Send it to him yourself. And he gave me Pat's number. I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> um, so I sent it to Patrick. He posted it. And, you know, basically the rest is history. Like, now I work for the NFL. I do content for Patrick and his marketing team. Um, my agency is doing well. And I'm working there still. Like, that was definitely my turning point was that edit that day of, you know, that hot summer day in Kansas City shooting that practice. Um, and it's, it's cool. I, I asked all my guests that question, like, what was your turning point? And it's cool to, like, realize when that turning point is and, um, you know, how it propelled you into where you're at now. So that, that was a really good question. That's super cool. It's like, I feel like you can never really prepare for it. It's kind of, like, thrust upon you. And if, if you're not ready to take advantage, then you might just kind of slide right by, you know? Yep. And that's why you got to be confident in your work. Um, and that's why you got to be always be prepared because like imagine if I wasn't confident in my work or in my shooting abilities and I showed up to a workout that I didn't know Patrick was going to be there and Patrick shows up like am I going to yeah you know freeze or am I going to attack and I just I just went with it and it turned out great um um, um yeah yeah that dog yeah that dog 24/7 Twenty four seven. Yeah, it's, it's you gotta have that mentality, mamba mentality. Like what everybody's preaching nowadays. Like same for designers too and creatives. We we can we we we're allowed to you know believe in our work and tell people that our work is very good. You know, it's, it's allowed. You know, yeah, because you have that you have that it factor that they're looking for. Right? If you like, just know like when you go on to Boise, like. When you know, like, yeah, like I've been working, I've been working, I've been working, and then next thing you know, you're creative director. You know what I'm saying? Like, just from just like I'm working and I've worked to get to this point. I put the time in, I put the, you know what I'm saying, I put the effort in, and I'm nice. Here's my work. Look, it's nice. I know it is, but you can tell me it's nice too. You know what I'm saying? Just have that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to like be vocal with it, you know. But like, just have that swagger to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That. Be always be ready. Stay ready. Train like an athlete. You know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> any other like uh, sayings. You know, act like an athlete. Literally. I mean, in a sense, we kind of are. I guess. I mean, what makes an athlete special? They're able to do stuff that not everybody can do. What makes a creative special? They're able to do stuff that everybody can do. Oh yeah, I, I definitely have like that mentality. I am not athletic yeah, at all, but my mindset is I'm definitely an athlete. <laughs> ATH, man. Come on. Yes. ATH. Billy runs a 4-4-40 with the camera in his hand. Is what he's saying, basically. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. First round pick. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. All right, Tristan. Any, any, right. Anything else? I think that's all I got. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling in and asking those questions. Um, really appreciate the support. Um, but yeah, have a good rest of your week and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks guys. Appreciate you having me on. Keep killing it. Hopefully our paths cross again in the future. All right. See ya. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was dope. He had some really good questions. But yeah, let's go back to uh, your turning point. Like I told Tristan, like that's the reason I I know about you and saw you on my feed. Like it was because three weeks ago or whatever, 
uh, for me, it was two weeks ago when you posted the, um, I believe it was the Alabama, um, not like the national championship. The Heisman one? Yeah, maybe it was the Heisman one. Or no, Mac. it was the it was the New York's New Year Six Bowl whenever they won against uh, Notre Dame that game. Oh yeah, yeah. and then you did yeah. the trophy mm-hmm. and the Harris hurdle, um, touching the trophy like that. I think that's what I first saw, and immediately I saw that, and I was like, "This guy has it! Like, this is dope!" <laughs> um, and and it's, it's crazy to see see your stuff hop off, and uh, and like I said, like usually all my guests, you know, there are people that are already established. Um, so I wanted to get like who the name that was the hottest right now that was popping off. So t- talk to me a little bit more about, you know, since we're in this kind of turning point, like what what do you think you did for that to happen like you know i'm sure a lot of people listening in are waiting for that turning point like how do you think you man- manifested that turning point it was it was a mixture of failures successes and like just this overall knowledge um like over a year just kind of just working with big clients here and there like it was funny we had like similar stories that was kind of how it was with one Whenever, like, like I went, to, I went to this house. Like, we're doing yoga at Juan's house. Like, doing corn. <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> like, like the same, like, 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 uh, like what the what the hell mentality? Like, Miles Sanders and like, I'm like, bro, I'm Brian Hummin, we'd be able to do it. But um, um, it's it's it, it's it's it was a lot of just um. Self love. I really had to take. That's why I had to take time away from it to realize. That's why I kind of went into part of the reason why a whole different field, and I didn't know that it was that different. But I came to learn real quick that fashion is nothing like sports design at all. So, you know, just going there, realizing like what the trends are, what the people like to see, what the people like to wear, and like bringing that that into what I learned from sports, you know, just like, and it kind of all mashed together into, into like what you're seeing now, like, um, like the background itself is from, uh, one of my shoots. I had a preset save. Um, I like to do like these 90 filter type things. So I would have like noise. I would have like, like special like curves and stuff like that to color corrected. And then I kind of mashed it together with, I don't well, I don't know how it happened, but I, I did a Kyrie. I think Kyrie was the last edit I did. Kyrie Brooklyn when he had uh, thirty seven. I think he had. Oh no no no! He had uh, no. It was the Kyrie KD. Yep. And it was like when it was like your second game, and I was like, oh yeah, they're going crazy. So I like it did the blank background, and um, I was just playing around with it, and then this this like cream came up. I was like, oh my goodness, this is. Crazy. Crazy! <laughs> like I've never seen something like this. Before. Like, how did this even happen? I thought my eyes were like messing up, and I thought my phone was like on like warm mode. <laughs> like you know, how you like you turn your phone like yeah. it gets like yellowish. Yeah, I thought that like I was like, bro, what's wrong with my like? But it, it just looked like this like I call it Bible page almost like <laughs> colored like it's and I I'm trying to compare it to like I, I compared it to cream, I compared it to tan, I compared it to bone it just didn't match because it's grain and it was like a whole bunch of different colors if you zoomed in. So it was kind of like, it was like oh yeah, this is what I got to work with. But, okay, so how do I, so 
my style now is like, well, that style, I mean, I, I gave up all the secrets to it today. I guess vibing over now, but like, um, the whole meaning behind it wasn't like the one player simplicity look. I wanted to show off what I made in Lightroom on a white background. Like, this cream? Like, yeah, this, yeah, the cutout's cool. The shadows is cool. Yeah, 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 whatever. And the one player, whatever. But this cream is hard, <laughs> you know? And then, like, the, the colors pop off the screen because, I, I mean, I just, it's just from what I learned in, like, fashion and doing, like, photography. Like, it's just how to finesse um, hues and, like, if you blast the color out, you know, the skin might look orange. All right, just lower the oranges. You know what I'm saying? And then you have your bright pot, you know what I'm saying? So it's like just the little things. Like I said, it was a, um, it was a collection of knowledge, failures. Like I remember, it's funny, I remember uh, when I was making my clothes and before I just stopped, someone was like, yeah, I was, someone was like coming at me crazy. He was like, yeah, man, that's fun selling crappy clothes. I was like, I mean, that's not all I do, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, uh, and um, I proceeded to call him an employee. That was a good move. I was a business owner in my bag at the time. I was like, I'm a business owner. You're an employee. Go back to work. Don't come out my business. <laughs> and I was like, ah, uh, not about to that. As you can see, when I when I, I got to re- breathe real deep, when I have an attitude, that I get a little uh, out of character if uh, someone comes at me crazy but like it is what it is bro I don't do disrespect but like <laughs> back on Sunday <laughs> um, <laughs> like um, yeah the cream is the main thing I wanted to, to showcase because I personally never seen like that combination of color like forget the forget the single subject you know forget that forget all the, the style the under the foot shadow whatever the hell the, 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 the smiley faces the the, all that's those are all just added like you know extras to it the main thing i really like fell in love with was that color you know what i'm saying because then now if you like look like from from the drake thing i don't know if you've seen the drake one i did yeah i saw that to, that was um, dope yeah like there is no like set style with that i don't care about this. i don't care about what i put in it the fact that that color has to only be made it can't be like like just made you know like the fact that i had to go through a process to get that perfect color made like that's like the part i fell in love with and that kind of just, just super running with it like just i'm just going to keep going like james Harden tonight like it's going to be crazy you know like hey yeah we're going out tonight yeah, james Harden coming out <laughs> like air, air, air. <laughs> like, a, like it's like it's, it's, lit. <laughs> it's lit it's definitely lit i'm having i'm having a lot of fun it's way too much fun yeah i i freaking love that cream color and it makes everything just pop and blends everything together so well. Like I love your feed and the style you got going on. Um, I get a lot of questions from other creatives of like, how do I find my style? Like how do I, you know, stay unique and how do I stay out of the trap of like copying other people? Like what advice do you have to those creatives who are like not sure how to, discover their own thing or like they're stuck in trying to find their own style. Kind of like what I told uh, Christian, um, like you got to just step outside the box, like literally, you know what I'm saying? Like people would say like I was in, I was in recruiting, you know, and I was told to go on skull sparks. I was told to go on trenches. I was told to go on juke to look at for stuff for inspiration, you know? And I like, I always like looked at it like, I mean that. I mean, I guess you could say that's inspiration, but like, 
on the test. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that, I wouldn't say that's like, I mean, it is inspiration. You know, you know what I mean? But like, in a sense, but I like to, I would say, step all the way outside. All the way outside. <laughs> like, go to, go to, there's left field and then there's outside the ballpark. Go to your house. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's like, whatever you think that has anything somewhat to do with, it's like, okay, say you're in recruiting. And I feel like, that's why I made a tweet about that the other day, how, like, how much I respect uh, my fellow, my fellow uh, recruitment designers. Like, yo, you gotta do something new every day, bro. Like, literally, like, just like, and then these pictures look like, who knows what from these schools, you know, you can't, you know, and every school has a, has a super photographer, you know, some prep schools, of course, but like every school. So you get a lot of pictures that are like pixelated and stuff like that. And like now you're stuck with like, okay, I want to be original. I want to have my own drip. I want to have my own style, but I have like six different edits to do. You know, I have like 13 people telling me and like, if I hear like, here's something new, they're like, no, no, no. You know, like, so it's very, it's a very, um, there we go it's a very um tricky 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 process but like the best the best way i I would say to like truly find your inspiration truly find like your style is kind of understanding who you are first and what you like that is the most important thing with uh anything in life first of all but like especially in creativity and art where you have to think of stuff off the top of your head you know find out what you like find out what you enjoy every day that isn't photoshopped and editing, you know, find inspiration from TV shows, find inspiration from commercials or find inspiration from your favorite show, your favorite, favorite artist, like anything that you like to do that isn't your job and create creativity or isn't your hobby or, you know, whatever you're trying to pursue. Like even photographers, videographers, you know, it works the same way. Like, if you're, if you, if, you know, you're about to do a video with Patrick Mahomes and you, you don't want to do like the same like 90s filter or like VHS or, you know, type edits or in videos and like, oh, I want to be like everybody else in videos are doing this stuff or I want to cut out faces and do all this. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, go and look at a BMW commercial or something. Like, go and look at you know, something that you like that has nothing to do like, with anything and just search, 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 search and like, Go into old times. That's all they do in music anyway. They they remaster old stuff. And like that's what I do in my art. I kinda just I go and look at um this old Renaissance shit. Like I'm talking like old old shit. Like like Roman time shit. Like, yeah, get deep. Like if you wanna be an artist, invest your time. And that's another thing. Like investing yourself, invest your time and understand who you are. You understand who you are, like I said before, it's gonna resonate in your work. So I feel like that's like the best way to like kind of find your own style because like yours isn't what you're asking for. Like, how do you find? You can't ask somebody else how to find your your drip. You know, you have to find you first, and then your drip is just gonna just come out. Like, it's just gonna be like, okay, here we go. I like bright colors, so I'm just gonna do a whole bunch of glow stuff, and I'm gonna do a whole bunch of neon and you know, ah, and your face stuff, you know, or popping colors, and that's gonna be a part of my style, like. Your style doesn't have to be the whole entire guy. Like, you can get nits and pieces from other designers. I mean, you know, inspiration is inspiration. You know, people want to do it. Doesn't, you know, you can't dwell on that either. You know, I mean, it happens, you know, like shit happens. <laughs> yeah, But like, 
if you really want to like separate yourself and find yourself and find your own style, find yourself, definitely find who you are and then apply it. Who are you? What do you like? Yeah, that to- totally agree with every- everything you had to say. Um, it-, it took a long time for me to, you know, try- f- finally figure out my style. And I-, I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but oh, yeah. it just it oh, just yeah. took reps. Like, you know, you're not going to develop a style or find your style by not posting or not creating stuff. Like, you have to create and create and create and create and create. And then eventually... It starts to narrow down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what happened with yeah. you. Um, that's what happened with me, and I feel like that's what happens with a lot of creatives. Like you, you got to put out stuff um, for other people to see it. Like if you don't if you don't post it, then simple. You know, you, no one's gonna see it. Um, How are you gonna know? Yeah, exactly. Then <laughs> uh, that and that leads to like another topic. A lot of people ask about. You know, being worried about posting too much. I know you mentioned it earlier. Some people, you know, unfollowed you because you're posting too much. Um, I get a lot of DMs and a lot of questions on advice and maybe like motivation on like how to get past that fear or whatever is holding them back from posting their work. Uh, I'm pretty loud on Twitter about posting work. Mm-hmm. Um, what's kind of your stance or your mindset when it comes to that? Like, <laughs> did you start off in that same group? you know, kind of not wanting to post and then push through or were you always just a poster? Like what's your philosophy on that? Um, I got to put my phone on George. Yeah, Angle good. might be weird, but, um, I, I, um, I started like last year with the collages, like on my phone and just like posting like once a day. And, you know, it, it, it was more so of like, it was hard for me to just stay consistent with myself. It was kind of like, yo, do this. More so than like me being worried about people like seeing me too much. I mean, yes, there is such thing as oversaturating. Like you can definitely like I wouldn't say annoy people, but like you could definitely. Uh, nah, I lied. There's no such thing as oversaturating. No, at all, at all. There isn't. Like now, the thing that as you can see, bro, I'm still getting over that mindset of like, uh, ah, don't do too much. Don't do too much. You know, it's just kind of a, a matter of just do you, you know? And it's like, uh, it's something I had to really realize and like, it's something I'm still learning, you know? Um, just like literally there's nothing wrong with it. And if people don't like it, they will get rid of themselves for you. Like literally, like they will literally excuse themselves from your life for you. And and, like the people that like it, they're really going to like it because you're actually someone that is just willing to be that ESPN bleacher report type account that just posts a whole bunch of random stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, with freelancers or somebody that hasn't landed a job yet and like is looking to land a job or, you know, someone is just looking to learn or someone has a job, you know, is thinking about, you know, going the U route and taking that crazy stuff. Like, yeah, man, man, get this team, man. I'm hard, you know, like not even like that sense, but like sort of along the lines of just making a big move that, you know, people are going to be like, what, why'd you do that? You know? And, um, just, man, just believe in yourself, man. Just stay, stay with it. Just do it. Um, oh yeah. We're freelancers though. Like we're posting work, like specifically, um, 
try to stay as current as possible. Current events. They can't hate you for posting current events. I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, like, all I did was just post stuff that was happening. I like to watch sports all day, so I just, hey, yeah, well, I know how to edit. So let's just make edits on what happened. And what do people want to do? Like, are he's posting too much news? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm just out here posting, like, Drake, Lil Wayne, and like a lot of like random, like just random people just out of nowhere, and then people are just like, "Why'd you do that?" You know, you kind of have a, you kind of have to have a reason, almost. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, mm-hmm. I've started to post a lot more of my work, especially on Instagram, um, just to try to you know practice what I'm preaching, um, mm-hmm. and like I. I don't care if people unfollow me. Like you can't care if people unfollow you or like the number of likes, like those are just numbers and you have to learn to just put on shaders and, you know, post for you and not post for others. Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of people, um, get distracted of or, you know, holds them back is, you know, they're afraid others are going to not like their work or whatever. Um, whatever the excuse is, but for me, I'm just, I post it and I don't even look at it. Like it's just on to the next. Swear. Um, <laughs> it's, Swear. it's easy. Uh, like literally I turned, I turned, it's so easy. That's what I'm saying. I turned off my Twitter notifications. Like yep. I literally turned them off and yep, I only get same. them if I log onto the app and it's so much more free, bro. Like I go on the Instagram and Twitter, I turn them off. Yep. I'm like, I'll, I'll it's, it feels so much better though. you go back on and you see that 20 plus thing on Twitter. You'd be like, oh yeah, let's see what happens. You know, you're just like checking the news. Like that's my timeline. I don't need to go on my timeline. Let's not tag me, bro. Cause, I mean like, bro, I mean, when you're doing this much stuff, you're either going to get like, you okay, say you post 30 videos in a week. You're going to, you're going to get a lot of likes, you know, whether it's 10 each video, you know what I'm saying? Like either way, you're going to get a lot of likes. You have a lot more stuff for people to like. So, at the very least, bro, that post your stuff. You know, like it's free. They they literally say here, you you can be rich and be famous if you do work. And here's a free platform for the whole entire world to see it. That's a creative, like, bro. We are like, like I said, bro. We're superstars, bro. We can literally create whatever we want, whenever we want. And, like, how important social media is getting is going to get way more, like, how you said two years ago was, like, that, you know, popular. So, like, now 2021, imagine by next year where social media is going to be at, you know? Like, hop on the train, get right, yo. I'm trying to it's gonna be get wild. every creative a blue check. It's going to be wild. <laughs> like, everybody should be famous in this shit, bro. Every, every, every graphic designer that, like, that like is you know that that can design stuff and know how to work Photoshop should be like rapper type level of like of like famous bro like I don't see why not that's what I'm saying though that's like my main point like bro why can't we be superstars bro what's separating what's the difference between me and LeBron James I mean you know what I'm saying essentially like what makes LeBron James special uh what. He, he can, he's really, really, really good at basketball. Uh, you know, philanthropist and all this good stuff. But, like, just a name, he's just a person, you know? Like, he, he doesn't, like, what makes him more special than anybody else is absolutely nothing. I mean, he knows how to do – well, absolutely nothing, of course not. What makes him spe- more special than any other person, that he's an athlete. He has athletic abilities, and, you know, he – 
that, that, and then he did the rest on his own. You know what I'm saying? But that, that thing that makes him more special that he can do more than other people is he's able to jump higher. He's able to run faster. You know what I'm saying? And, but as designers, we have that, that, that aspect of being able to do something that not everybody can learn. Cause you can learn Photoshop. You can learn how to play basketball. You're not going to be LeBron James. <laughs> you know, everybody can play basketball. <laughs> You're not LeBron. You know, everybody mm-hmm. can take pictures. You're not you're not uh, Casey, Casey Athena. You know, you're not you're not you're not famous photographers. You know, but why isn't every photographer famous? You know, why isn't every videographer famous? Why isn't like why are the only people famous is the people that are in front of our cameras? Why are the people behind the camera like people should be like begging us? Like, Yo, bro, you take pictures, bro. Like, like real, like a photographer. You're, you're a videographer, bro. Like, bro, this is like as amazed as these athletes are when they actually get our pictures or whenever they get their pictures, whenever they get their videos, whenever they get their graphics, they are amazed. Hard eyes, fire emojis. Bro, how'd you do that? All that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? They they know that they will never be able to do that. LeBron cannot edit like me. You know what I'm saying? And like all creatives can say that. <laughs> like Drake can't edit like me. Like Drake can't design like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have skills that no one in the world, not, not no one, like not a lot of people in the world have. Bro. And like, you just have to realize, like, if you open up Photoshop, if you're opening up Lightroom, if you're opening up Illustrator, InDesign, Premiere, whatever, you you know, you got superpowers. Basically, I mean, like, like something that separates what what's Captain America, someone that has super strength and is able to run fast. And they will just, you know, throw a shield and have it come back somehow and can fight. <laughs> okay. That considers him a superhero. He can do stuff that regular do. He can do stuff that I can't do. Uh, he's a superhero. That's what it is. Well, I can cut somebody out and make it seem like he's underwater and show you it as a regular picture that you can post on your page. Can you do that? No. So I guess I'm a superhero. That can be every graphic designer. <laughs> like, you know but like part of my mission is to like get designers get creatives in general like I'm saying designers because like that's my lane but like creatives mm-hmm. in general to like understand like how important they really are to teams how important they really are to clients like you know what I'm saying like everything bro like we all need we we can all be Virgil you know what I'm saying like we all be that that like that swaggy you know we can all be uh, Lorenzo from Fair of God like we can we can we can be those 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 famous artists but like, you gotta believe, and you gotta believe that we can be. You know, like there's plenty of guys like me, you know, guys like you and me, for real, out here that like really work. You know, what I'm saying got thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, and people are asking, how did they do that? We believe in our work. Just work. <laughs> you already got it. You know, just believe it. I love it. Work. Just believe it. God put in the work. Just you gotta it. put in the reps. Um, speaking of the future. Right. And looking ahead, what what do you think lies ahead for you? Like, what what do you want to do? What's your ideal situation? What's your goals and ambitions? Like, who's Carlin in a couple of years? Uh, hopefully, I'll be I'll have a successful fashion line. But I need a way to fund it, so <laughs> I'm looking for just like any type of job in sports world, any type of client for now, um, to like get that going. But like. The same thing I did like back in October is like the same thing or about to start again. My friend, he just draws, but like he has a whole sketchbook, just random designs. 
And like, I'm like, well, I know how to digitally put stuff together. So this is where we're going to like be the next bait, drop something new every week. And it's going to be different designs every single week. And we're going to spend the week selling it like as like, yo, this is what's dropping on Friday. So this is going to be a different design out of the book every single week. And it's going to launch random stuff and it's going to be expensive. <laughs> and it's going to be real exclusive too. So like, that's like definitely the dream of what I want to do. Like, I don't even, like I'll say, I wouldn't say I don't want to work in sports for the rest of my life, but like, I don't want to work in sports for the rest of my life for sure. I definitely want to pursue fashion, make my own money, wake up, design some stuff and just, let it rock and get paid, you know, and and be cool, you know. I mean, sports sports is like very, 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 very time consuming and very like hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at it, but it's a lot, you know. And it's like it's consistent. It's like you you know, Kanye can drop a T-shirt and make a milli off of it in a sleep, you know. So it's like you can't do that in sports, <laughs> you know. So it's like I definitely want to. Uh, uh, definitely get big clients and stuff like that. You know, I want to work with, I want to like this year, I definitely want to work with like my, I, I posted a list of people I wanted to work for in uh, 2021. Like, and like, I'm trying to work with everybody from that list. And that's like one of the big goals of mine. And then like 2022, just kind of just re-throw it all the way. <laughs> and hopefully I'll be at a point to where I could just be like, see you guys, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be Virgil now and be a, be a designer and like really be able to like, just literally just do whatever. I mean, free, I'd say, I don't really know, basically. You know, I have my LLC. I'm locked in with no rack, my name backwards. Um, like, oh, that's, another, that's a weird thing with no rack uh, that people don't know. Uh, I started as variation, and not too many people know, like, but my, it was a V. But, like, uh, with no rack, I literally just turned it upside down and made it my no rack. And it kind of just represented, like, the backwards, the other side of me. Like, there's Carlin, then there's no rack. Yeah, but but that was just like a random thing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just hey, doing. That's, what, that's <laughs> basically. All right. Yep, we're just doing. Yeah, Love I'm just it. doing. Yeah. Got to. Hey, look. The only thing on my mind is this uh, James Hart and John <laughs> and just dropping their speed art. Only that's thing the only on your mind is the next one, project. One step at a time. Yep. Next thing, one Love step it. at a time. Literally. Who are some of your inspirations or mentors that like got you into this or that you look up to and kind of got you to where you are at today? Tyson, Tyson Beck was, uh, I hit him up in like 20, like 2013 on Facebook. I made like a four point guards, uh, graphic, uh, Derek Rose, Ray John Rondo, uh, two other guards. It was Curry. It was young Curry and it was, um, Derek Rose. It was four of them. And they were the four popping dudes back in like 2014. So it was like, I sent it to him. I was like, yo, uh, what you got? Cause he was the most popular designer I knew. I don't even know how I knew him, but I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, um, he responded. He was like, "Yeah, turn to take the glow down." He was like, he was giving me like solid like advice. And I was like, oh, man, "I really like this guy. I didn't think he would even respond." So uh, definitely, Tyson Beck is one of my uh, biggest inspirations with this uh, graphic design. Like um, mentors, uh, I channel a lot of Drake, <laughs> which is like head ass to say, but like. Um, it's weird. It's it's very weird. But like I like his swag though. Like he just mm -hmm. he's coming like he knows he's the best. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same with Kobe though. Like Kobe is like I would say number one. I don't know why they didn't mention him first. You know, just the way Kobe moved and how people really did not like Kobe. You know, people people people. You know, I mean, they seen him as like the Mamba mentality. Like where is, where did that even come from? You know what I'm saying? Like it came from people that 
him being the villain, you know what I'm saying? Or him being like, or uh, alienated or like separated as like this dude that thought that he was going to destroy every single opponent on the court every single time he stepped out there and he was going to let you know about it. Like that swag, like that drip, like that is amazing. That was amazing. And I was just watching his videos and like how he work out and he would work out extra just to show somebody that he's like, I'm willing to work harder than you. And like that, that, that grit like really is like more recently has been more of my, like just my swag. Like, yo, just do you, you know, and do you times seven, you know? And it's like, oh man, I miss that man. But like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, he's definitely, he's definitely, uh, more well uh, that's why i didn't mention him first i guess he's more of a recent like uh he was like turning point type thing like you know just go you know like stop stop with all the questions stop with all the all the you know what i'm saying you're like i'm in my own way basically everybody's in their own way if you get out your own way you can go as far as you want you know so it's like get the hell out your own way and have that mamba mentality have that like, have that grind, 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 and then that not even being enough, you know, mm-hmm. and like there never being a chilling type vibe, and um, you know, like I could have a million dollars and still want another million, you know what I'm saying? Like there's never like a chilling for me, like there's no like end game for me for it. That's like another reason why like I don't know about the future. I don't really like think too much about the future for real because mm-hmm. like it's kind of it's this was I'm gonna say it's pointless to think about the future, but it's pointless to think about the future because. <laughs> you, it's it it's, what it's it better is. to know. Yeah, it's better. Exactly, you don't know what it is. You can't yeah. live in the future because you're not alive now. You can't live in the past because you are already dead. You know, you gotta live right now. Yeah. You know, that's all that matters is one second at a time. So, you if you know what you're doing in the future, you know what your goal is already. Then figure out how the hell you're gonna get there right now, and that's the only thing that matters. You know, if you think about a new house, fuck thinking about a new. Of course, you want to live in a big house, or of course, you want to be have a sustainable life. Everybody thought about the future by now. So there ain't no sense of thinking about it anymore. Now you think about how you get there, you know, or like the past. <sighs> definitely don't think about that. That's definitely not changing shit. So like, we are way too many motherfuckers living in the past. You see what's what going on in the world right now. Motherfuckers living real deep in the past. Mm-hmm. And never coming up. You know what I'm saying? We're not even getting into none of that. But like, <laughs> live into the mo- live in the moment man like that's what another thing Kobe taught me like like just just nothing else matters other than I'm destroying whoever's in front of me you know I, or like in, even if it's me you know like that's you know, yeah yeah that's definitely you got you gotta have you gotta have grit you gotta, you gotta be able to go crazy man. like even if you have the job even if you're established don't slow up you know like you gotta keep applying pressure you know like you think ESPN takes a day off? You think Bleach Report takes a day off? Complex? They're not taking days off, bro. What? They're not set up, ready to rock and roll. Like I always look. That's another inspiration. Like the biggest companies. Like I'll look at Nike. I'll look at. Um, I'll look at uh, 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 ESPN. I'll look at sports. You know, just 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 the biggest. Yeah. That's right. up there. Yeah. And, and like, I want to be them. How do they do it? And. Learn, learn, learn. And <laughs> they do it by posting Doing another game. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, um, it, it works. Trust me, it works every time. 
All right. I've been asking you questions for this segment. I'm going to let you ask me some questions. So if you have any questions for me, um, this is your time before we wrap things up. Um, okay. Um, so you're in, you're in video with the NFL. Like, What is a normal day for you uh, working with the NFL? Yeah, so I'm a uh, NFL LCC. So we just get contracted mm-hmm. out to shoot the games. Um, I'm not with the NFL full-time or, like, day-to-day, basically. Um, so game day, pretty much we roll up four hours hours before the game, and then we basically have a general shot list of what we need to get, um, but it's pretty much the same every time, so it's not really changing that often game to game. It's like shooting but, a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we shoot for both teams, so we'll shoot the away team oh, okay. as well as the home team. That's kind of like – something that's a little different about us. Um, so I'm sending stuff to the Chiefs. I'm sending stuff to the away team. And the NFL will also see both of those things and take whatever they want uh, for their channel. So basically mm-hmm. three entities we're shooting for. Um, and they have LCCs in every city that has a team. So I'm the, I'm, I just happen to live in Kansas City, so that's why I'm a Kansas City LCC. And that's why the Chiefs are my team is because I just live here. If I was living in Dallas, I would do it for the Cowboys and whatever. And the cool thing about that is since I'm basically working for the league and not for a specific team, they could send me to any game. Um, like you said, it's like shooting a wedding. Like I could be sent to any wedding. I could be sent to any game. It doesn't just have to be the Chiefs. So the cool thing that I love about this gig is that like every Super Bowl for the next – five, ten years, as long as everything remains You're constant, there. I'm there. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to Tampa. It doesn't matter if the Chiefs win or lose. Like, I'll be there. I don't. It doesn't matter what who's versus who. Like, I'm still going to be mm-hmm. – I, I already got my flight booked, my hotel booked. Like, I'm there. Um, so that's a cool thing about that gig. Um, my normal day-to-day, I'm just a creative director for uh, agency, a creative agency, I guess. Um, we're called Let It Fly Media. And – we're a small startup based in Kansas City. Um, not so small anymore. We're actually growing um, a lot. We're about to be at 17 people in a couple of months. And I was the first one that they hired. So I was in at number three. And it's crazy that our team's about to be at 17. So my day-to-day is just making sure um, all our creatives are kind of on the same page, using the same workflow, equipment's all good, um, and then any other creative questions that clients have or that needs tending to I'm kind of the point man on that um so my day-to-day is just basically that with a little sprinkle of NFL on the side (laughs) (laughs) yeah the Super Bowl last year was lit like it was a perfect storm of Chiefs winning it all and bro I was about to say yeah I see your Super Bowl stuff man I, I was like yeah this man this man's lit <laughs> it, it sucks this year with COVID. Like we're stuck in the stands, and this yeah. this year just is trash. But <laughs> we're getting through yeah. it. And, yeah, you know. I, that's a, that's a, that's a big thing with LCCs. I've been seeing like how like you guys, scopes, man, like you guys like the super scopes, like because you're so far away, and like you're already for it's not basketball where you got it easy you right there you're catching whatever and you have perfect lighting like you're good mm-hmm. you know but like in football you're cold you're usually far away and, and you're uncomfortable now with covid let's add let's add uh farther away i have a few more fingers 
but you're farther away, still uncomfortable, still cold. And, oh, yeah, you're wearing a mask, no fans. And oh, they probably want their content 10 times faster because, like, yeah, yeah, content, yeah, way it's better. Crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> I definitely, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, I, I love seeing how, like, you guys, like, really have, like, um, adjusted to that and, like, okay, yeah, I, I gotta have, I gotta have a, a, you know, 200 millimeter lens heavy as hell on my back, but, you know, it's worth it because, <laughs> you know, you still get these straight, you still get steady vids, you still get great pictures, you still get, you know, just all these great looks and different looks and now you see in broadcasting and like how you guys literally changed the game and that's like amazing bro like how LCC has really changed the game and like that's what I'm trying to do with graphic design and like really making like uh because what the LCCs just start doing this year posting their work posting the raw footage posting the cool player celebrations NFL calling that they're like oh yeah that's hard alright bet and now you see and now you see Sony's um, under you know with Fox and CBS because that's the LCC drip you know what I'm saying so catch yourselves on the back man give yourself a round of applause because y'all started a whole new trend and you know big companies are like oh and what how did that happen hmm oh yeah from LCC posting whatever they wanted to post and a whole bunch of it because it's great content you know and like that was part of, you know what I'm saying it's crazy because like that's another part of the reason why like. Oh man, this is coming out of nowhere. This content is crazy. This raw footage, like, like this vibes, you know, like okay, okay, like I, I didn't see this. I'm usually used to seeing like videographers post like finished videos and finished edits and you know like uh, frames or something like that. But like they're just coming out like camera out of focus. Don't matter. Just vibing, you know, like or just straight vid or just crowd noise or fake crowd noise and just you know just just vids and constant and then. When all of a sudden you see, oh, that looks like LCC did, you know, coming from, you know, Master Spectrum, and now it's on Fox, and, like, that's, like, the biggest thing now, and now it's 8K. <laughs> like, y'all ain't been doing it. But, like, that's lit, though. No, that's really lit, though. Like, um, I, was, I definitely wanted to tell you that I almost forgot, like, like how you guys, LCCs in general, just, like, kind of, like, really inspired me as a creative, and, like, yo, like, because I peep that. So I peep, like, stuff like that to like where like how companies follow trends or how companies like see see different things from creatives because I follow creatives and I follow the company but I kind of like have like a nice both sides type of thing mm -hmm. but like I've seen the trend starting with creatives on Instagram on Twitter and everybody just posting these videos videos getting viral everybody's posting them because this is a whole new look what is this what is this AK well, these random videos that aren't broadcast high aperture what's going on like no one ever seen like 2.8 we blur background vids of like guys dancing in the end zone like oh, they don't do this bro until y'all started and then now it's everywhere you know so that's great man I, I, that's I, I high risk high high respect bro. appreciate like, it I, I had to give my had to give my shout out to to the to the lccs out there setting trends man that's what i'm trying to do in graphics man just I'm trying to I'm trying to make things a lot simpler. I want teams to see all my work. I want them to go to their creators and be like, "Yo, I like that. Let's make it nice and simple." And then, boom! You, now you're doing 15 minute graphics because it's the it's the trend. And like that's really like part of reason. Another part of reason why I, I wanted to start doing that simplistic look because like a lot of graphics. Now I want to see a lot of graphics look the same, but they kind of look the same. Like the the little player, big player, close up portrait, or like little player, or like a, like a first. I won't say player, but first subject, and then 
there's always two subjects and then like a lot of this busyness going around them, which is, which is great. I've seen like, I'm, I'm like amazing stuff like that, but like, it takes a while. It takes a long time. And then teams want stuff like that as the trends. And then now it's a mixture of like, okay, what well, it takes me like an hour to do. So we might not have the best of this, but it's simple. You got room to work. You got room to work. Yeah, we're we're both changing the game out here. Uh, sorry, didn't. So I'm trying to be like you guys. You know, change the game, and and now the whole sports world has like hand drawn stuff and simplistic, and easy, easy to do, and, and turnarounds are like this. Content's coming out, boom, 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 and everybody's a lot less stressful because you know, you know. Simple, literally. Just yep. try and make it simple. Keep here. it simple. You know? Yeah, I like I like to say <sighs> in the video world yeah. when when it comes to editing, like sometimes a simple cut is better than like a crazy transition. Like I'm, I try to avoid exactly That's super the new video wild simple. transitions and like just have a good cut, have good shots, mm -hmm. and that's good enough. Um, um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely appreciate the kind words from you. Um, Last couple of things um, for those that aren't following you and they should be what let's state your social so people know how to find you on Twitter and Instagram and then leave one last piece of advice for those listening, um, you know, that young or aspiring creative who's trying to get to that turning point, who's trying to get to that next level, whatever. Um, this is basically the last thing on the episode, your your chance to speak what's on your mind and what motivation or advice you have for that, you know, creative out there. So, but first uh, plug yourself with your um, social so people know how to follow you. Um, on Twitter, it's Carlin with like a whole bunch of underscores. I literally didn't count. I just kept pressing it until like it was available. So just type in C-A-R-L-I-N and just keep going until uh, you see a picture of a cream, cream dude standing <laughs> you'll, you'll find me trust me in the smiley face name but uh that's twitter and then um instagram is just nilrec n-i-o-r-e-c just by itself that was a funny story i actually got that i had to i had to hit up some people but i, I figured it out i got it out <laughs> but uh yeah uh carlin then nilrec on instagram but um last words is is literally then find yourself find yourself if you haven't found yourself if you think you found yourself to reiterate that to yourself, uh, meditate, please, please, please focus on mental health. Um, and don't take my Twitter seriously. <laughs> that's a big, <laughs> that's, that's, I was like, yes, yes. Mental health. Yes. Please find yourself. That's hundred percent serious. hundred percent serious. But on a funnier note, please, whatever you do, <laughs> do not look at my Carlin Twitter it, it, like, not anything on there because I do say a lot of motivational stuff and I do want to help people out on there you know it's like creators DM me and I will openly send whatever they want you know um, like whatever they need like you know what I'm saying I, whatever I can do to help I, I'm not going to hold anything back I'm so you exactly what I know you know I don't have no problem with that at all but you know all that stuff I talk about like, I'm just joking with me I'm just like I'm just vibing you know just doing me you know if you don't like it you're going to you're going to unfollow you're probably going to talk shit to yourself or to your friends. I don't know what you're <laughs> like. But uh, yeah, be yourself, find yourself, know yourself, love yourself, trust yourself. That's, 
that's the best I can do, man. That's the best I can, that's the best I can say to people, man. Because it, it, like, with that, it's really, there's so much that opens up when you love yourself. So much. And it's such a simple, like, key. You know, like, everything just is easier when you're confident in, in yourself and your work as a creative and as a person, you know, or whatever you do, you know. Yeah, focus, focus on finding who's in the mirror and then focus on whoever's looking outside of the mirror. Dang, I really thought that was going to be a better quote. But <laughs> it was cool. It was good. <laughs> Yo, you know the vibes, straight facts from the man Carlin himself. You got to be yourself, you got to love yourself, and you got to be confident in your work. Shout out to Carlin for being on the podcast. Make sure you're following him if you haven't done so because his work jumps off of the feed Thank you so much for those who called in and shout out to everyone who's listening and supporting the podcast. Thank you so much. All the comments and reviews are appreciated. So please download the podcast, leave a review and make sure to like it to stay up to date with all the upcoming episodes. We've got a really exciting line of guests coming up. So stay tuned for those and I'll catch y'all on the next one. Deuces.